Hey guys, this is Bridget Reed coming at you for the first time ever on my Bridget Reed podcast, the Bridget Reed podcast. Um, let me just tell you guys, I am so excited to talk to you guys on this platform, mainly because I have so much that I want to share with you. And I always used to try to share it on my Instagram page, but honestly, it is so much easier for me to know that I can log on and just talk to you guys out there. And I really struggled with starting this podcast. Let me tell y'all, I struggled with starting this podcast because in, on one hand, I was like, well, who am I going to be talking to? <laughs> I didn't want to seem like I was talking to an empty room, but I know there's so many out of you out there that listen to podcasts like myself. And, um, it is so Im- important to surround yourself with people that are going somewhere that are doing things and so this will be your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment to tackle your goals to grow in your faith and achieve your to achieve financial freedom that's exactly the journey that I'm on I'm on a journey to tackle my goals to grow in my faith and to achieve financial freedom and I want to share that journey with you so let's do life together. You can follow me on social media at Doing Life with Bridget on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also at doinglifewithbridget.com. It's my website. And my husband and I have a podcast called My Kind of Crazy. Y'all, we get kind of crazy on there sometimes. So bear with us. <laughs> but it's called My Kind of Crazy. It's on all podcast platforms. You can find us there. And um, we share our journey of our marriage journey. We like to inspire and empower it. It's a Christian podcast. So we talk a lot about Jesus, but we talk a lot about our marriage struggles, what we've gone through, what we've learned, a lot of different things. And we are excited to, um, continue sharing with you guys as well on that platform. So feel free to check that out. My kind of crazy, but this podcast is episode one of the Bridgery podcast. And let me tell y'all, I am so excited to share with you guys every week from here on out. Listen, this 2020 has been a, uh, I don't even know what, the only word that keeps on coming to mind is the word I heard a million times this year, and that is unprecedented. But what, more importantly, what it's shown me is how important it is to keep your head in the game, to keep your mind and your mental capacity focused and not allow it to drift off or to be, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like sort of like, um, bored, like full of boredom or not knowing like what to do. And I think that this year it was easy to get bored. We're all stuck in the house. We're all trying to keep ourselves busy, keep ourselves productive. And then, once you get done with all your projects or whatever, now you just want community. You just want to be around people. And again, you just want your life to resume. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of places it's just not safe yet to do that, even though as of today, which is um, December 20th, we do have vaccinations coming out and it's going out to um, the world. We don't know what those look like. We don't know how effective they're going to be. We don't know 
We just know in the near future, we're going to still be right where we are, doing what we're doing, social distancing, wearing masks. And it's important that no matter where you are and what you're doing, that you keep your head in the game. And what I mean by keep your head in the game is to stay focused on the positive, to stay focused on what is good, to stay focused on what you are grateful for, to stay focused on empowering and inspirational things, to find books and to find shows. Don't just like Netflix and chill was great when it was an option. But Netflix and chill, in my opinion, is not great when that is all you have. Like, it's kind of like I was telling my husband the other day, I was like, I love social media, but I don't like social media when it's all you have to connect with people. Like, this is all we have to connect with people? Like, Zoom, social media, like, this is it? Like, that makes it, that makes me not like it more. <laughs> I already had a love-hate relationship with social media when we first started, but now that it's, like, all we have, I'm like, all oh, day. This is totally like just all we have. And it doesn't, it makes me not like it even more. I think the greatest part of of being a human or being alive is being able to connect with other people um, in person. I think I value that more because I'm a part of the generation that I had a glimpse of what life was before social media. Um, social media came around when I was like, in college and so like I remember life in high school like I'm so glad social media was not around when I was in high school y'all it was a hot mess y'all a hot like h-o-t capital h-o-t mess I, I love Jesus was going to church and I was I would probably be considered a Christian hot mess because I love Jesus I was going to church but I was like so confused about myself the world and just like I just did not know what was going on <laughs> truth this is truth but I'm like I'm telling y'all I'm gonna be transparent and honest with you guys here because I think that's important for y'all to know my journey I'm hoping to share the stories with you guys in hopes that it encourages you that no matter where you came from it does not have to be where you end and that God can literally use anybody and that's another thing that we will be sharing more about is lots of Jesus Yes, we will be talking about lots of Jesus on this uh, podcast because um, I'm a I'm a God girl, y'all. I love the Lord. Like I cannot imagine life without Him. I literally don't understand how people are living the in their lives without Jesus. And it is not the universe. His name is Jesus. Like it's it's He represents. Like He made the universe. So. How he, he he encompasses everything. He's omniscient, omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's all-knowing. But his name is Jesus, okay? Let's just call it like it is. And anybody out there that's listening, that's what we about over on this side of the corner of the podcast world, just to let y'all know. But anyway, I digress. So I just, again, want to let you guys know that my faith is at the foundation and at the core who I am and so me and my growth and my inspiration empowerment stems from my relationship with the Lord stems from this very spiritual journey that I'm on and it's so powerful and what 2020 has taught me and what 2020 really um 
I mean, highlighted in my life even more because I was already on this faith walk with God. Um, it just highlighted just how much we are not in control and he's so in control and, but yet he loves us so much and he cares about us so much and he'll, he'll walk with us through every season. And even in these seasons, like now that we don't understand and that it can be very difficult and hard times, um, in our lives, God is with us. He'll give you like a peace that surpasses understanding when you submit to that, when you like give yourself to that peace and like really like abide in it and slow down. Um, I really have been like my, I think, I think now where I'm at, I'm learning that it's not the more I do, but it's more about doing the right things purposefully. So like my, I'm the type of person that I will fill my plate up with all the, all my goals. Cause I have a ton of ideas and my plate will be open. Then one day I'll be like, I'm overwhelmed. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, Bridget. Cause you said yes to all of this stuff that you're doing. So usually when I feel overwhelmed, I have to look at my plate and I usually write it down. Like what is all on your plate, chick? What did you say yes to? And so I'll write it down. And I'll be like, which one of these things that God did not tell you to do? And I'll go in there and I'll just like cross out stuff and I'll start backing out of stuff. Like, sorry, I know I said I was going to do this, but I just can't right now. And I'm, I think that one of the most powerful words that I am coming to realize is no. <laughs> the most powerful word is no. And I think for me, I, I, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy giving them any value that I can give them. I enjoy that. I enjoy, you know, sharing my knowledge, skills, and experience with people. So I oftentimes will say yes to something that I probably should say no to. And then I'll find myself over, well, I got this obligation. I got to do this. But um, I'm, again, I'm learning that it's not having a bunch of stuff to do. Because I think that's one of the, our greatest uh, attacks from the adversary is busyness, right? Busyness is an attack. It makes you feel like you're doing something, but you're not going anywhere. And it's, you know, some things you should do, like they're just a part of our everyday life. But I think that it's important that we we're purposeful like in everything that we do, if it's not attached to my overall goal, right, I'm not going to do it. Like that's helped me to overcome shiny object syndrome. <laughs> I have, I've had shiny object syndrome, you know, oh, this is pretty. Let me go right after that. Oh, this is pretty. Eventually I was like, everything is not for you. Everything is not for you. Yes, you can do the, certain things and be successful, but maybe is it so are you supposed to do it? Because I realized if I put my heart and soul and energy into something, I will be successful in in some capacity. You know, I will see fruit. If I put my energy, I realized that about myself, that when I put my energy into something, you're going to see fruit. Now, I'm because I realized the power of focusing and putting your energy into one thing, 
now I am like, okay, if I scale back and just focus on the few things, then I will be making, I will be getting fruit in the areas that are purposeful and not just in all these areas that I, I think I should be doing. And it's just overwhelming. It's overwhelming. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I got two kids, Josiah and Olivia. Olivia's four, about to be five. Josiah's two, about to be three. And I'm just like, you know, I got a whole husband. He, he a whole, whole husband. Um, we got a whole marriage that we're trying to um, grow. And so it's like, again, wanting and making the decisions that I need to make that are more purposeful for me. So that's in my area of tackling my goals, like making sure that my goals are purposeful. Every single decision I make has to be a decision towards that. And a lot of those decisions, y'all, are your everyday decisions to create an environment that is empowering, creating an environment that is inspiring. When I used to, um, excuse me, um, Sorry, my daughter uh, comes in and, you know, podcast pause. Anyway, um, when I was business coaching, I would tell my uh, my clients that I was coaching to look around their environment. Like, look around you. Like, what does your environment look like? Is it an organized environment? Because once we get another perspective, then we see that everything is influencing us, is impacting us. Is my environment creative is my environment a place to create is my environment organized is it uh clean <laughs> is it is it just uh, some these are simple things like that really affect us because i you know i notice that when my environment is a mess i feel o- more overwhelmed and if i'm feeling overwhelmed then it's hard for me to to create it's hard for me to think But once you clean and get organized and set your environment in a way where you feel like, okay, things are orderly, you will be amazed at how much more productive you are. It's just a fact. Um, So that's important in tackling your goals. And then um, in the area of growing in your faith, um, I I highly suggest you guys try waking up earlier. Like I I am not a morning person. Anybody that knows me from my childhood friends know that I'm like my god sister used to be like, Why don't you wake up so late? Like we used to stay all night over our house. And she's like, Well, you wake up so late. I'm like, I like to sleep in. Why do you wake up so early? She's a morning person. I am not. She used to be when I used she used to sleep over our house. Um I would wake up maybe 10, 10, 30, and I would wake up. This girl was fully dressed. She's ready to go. She's got her hair done. She's sitting down, reading a book over in the corner somewhere. I'm like, we like 14 years old, and you look like you about to go somewhere. Like, I'm trying to sleep in. This is her. I am not a morning person, right? Motherhood, when I got pregnant with my, my, my daughter and had her, like, right, even when I was pregnant with her, I was still a night person. But motherhood will turn you into a morning person. So just because the kid needs to be fed and they don't care about your sleep schedule, they could care less. Throw that out the window. They just want to be fed. So motherhood kind of turned me into a morning person. But I still, you know, I was still stretches as far as I could, right, to sleep in. 
And then when my daughter started uh, sleeping through the night, oh man, I was like, this is my sleep again. I get my sleep back. It was good. Then my son came along. And yeah, it happened again. I became a morning person. And then he got old enough where he started sleeping through the night. And I thought, yes, I'm going to get my sleep back again. And then God started waking me up and like, get up. You need to get up earlier. So finally I submitted and I was like, okay, let me just, let me just try to pray early. And I tell y'all my day go better. Like, I feel like there's something really special about that morning hour. I don't know what it is, but when you put God first in your schedule, your life, and you wake up and you, all you think about is God and you literally like seek him in that early morning, it's quiet. Everybody's sleeping and you, you're seeking the Lord. Like there is something amazing about that moment. And scripture that I was, uh, I had on my heart today was in Psalms 86 and 11. And it says, teach me your way, O Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I think it's so important that we put God first, like first. I'm not just talking about like, oh yeah, I go to church or yes, I worship. No, like what is, what do you think about most of the day? Like literally when things come up and a problem comes up, is your first thing, let me figure out how to do this. Or let me call my mom or let me call this person or let me, you know, do that. No, what is your first thought? My first thought, your first thought has to be, God, what do you think about the situation? The Bible says, trust in him in all of your ways and acknowledge him. Trust in him. Acknowledging him means recognizing that he's there. Recognizing he has a pound of land. Recognizing that he's in the room. <laughs> the person that has all power, knowledge, and control is in the room, is in the room at all times. So why ask anybody else? He know the answer. Another thing is I was listening to Joyce Myers the other day. I love her by the way because I feel like she she's so real and honest. Like I love her. But one of the things that she said was her her husband, he reminds me so much of my thing. They were he's real laid back. Her husband Dave, he's real laid back, right? And so he's one that more like enjoys life and she's more of like the ain't a one, like thinking about stuff, like totally, totally reminds me of me and my husband. And um, she said one day when they were like young, she was trying to figure out the bills and her two kids were like running around and playing with her husband. So she's in the kitchen trying to figure out the bills and he's in there playing with the kids. And so she's in there figuring out the bills. And it was like, she basically was like, she added up the bills like five times and it didn't work. Then there was not enough money. So she goes in there today and she's like, there's not enough money. Why are you playing around and enjoying your life? And he's like, what do you want me to do about it right now? There's just not enough money. And so she thought, wow, God, like he really just doesn't, seem to worry about this and he's like she's like he's like trust God he'll take care of it and she's like why am I stressing out and he he's all just enjoying his life like I'm gonna go enjoy my life and whatever issue or problem isn't worked out will get worked out I'm like a to the man I love that attitude it reminds me so much of my husband Dion so much 
And I'm just learning, like, whatever problem you have, there is a father that has control and will and power and all of it, and he loves you. And so why worry about it? Just go enjoy your life and be happy. Like, why do we stress out about things we cannot control? Like, it just blessed me to hear that, though, y'all. So that is in my area of um, faith. And then lastly, I told you guys that this podcast will be about um, financial freedom. So initially, one of the things that I wanted to do was just talk about my journey to financial freedom. So I'm on a journey to financial freedom. Last year, I got a um, a business coach, which I haven't had a business coach in a few years because I wasn't really sure exactly the route I wanted to take. Um, I've been doing some work in media after closing my stationery store. I just wasn't sure what route to take. So I finally decided that my husband and I, um, we have a business together in real estate. And so we hired a business coach and we love, love, love our business coach. Actually, we got two and it's amazing um, because they are people that have receipts. Y'all, there's a lot of people out there. Um, but the business coach that we have has receipts. I might have him on the show one day just to talk to you guys about what he does because he's so amazing. But um, he wasn't cheap. <laughs> but I, I believe that God positioned us uh, this year to be able to afford him and the knowledge that we gain from him will for sure set us on a path to financial freedom. And that's exactly what we're doing. So I have um, two businesses that I believe, um, not only my media company that I do advertising through, but also my um, our, our real estate company that my husband's in, been in real estate for some time now, but uh, we really wanted to take it to the next level. And so we got this business coach and we're just killing, like we're working really hard. We've connected with millionaires, people that's making, you know, hundred, $200,000 a month. Um, you know, our business coach makes 600 to $700,000 per month. Um, and he has receipts, like he has receipts. He has a nationwide franchise. Um, he is, a well-known name out there like he's very well known in his in the real estate industry so he's killing it and I love it that he promotes minority he's a minority but he also promotes minority financial um freedom so he doesn't believe that anybody one person should be in control of somebody else's ability to achieve financial freedom like he just doesn't think that there should be these restrictions on people so he's trying to give as many people opportunity as he can um to to achieve financial freedom so I just love that so that's the journey that we are on where I'm at in the process is honestly just tracking my budget because I literally the Lord was telling me like how are you going to uh, receive all that I have to give to you if you can't track your budget (laughs) So I had to go down to like the basics because I'm a spender. My husband's not like he's I'm definitely the spender in our in our relationship. He is like the saver. He's like more of like, you know, keep, you know, he saves a lot. And so uh, when guys was like, track your budget, you know, don't overspend, don't do this, don't buy frivolous things. Um, then, you know, I'll see where we're at in six months. And I did that this year for six months. And he 
like six months to the exact, I got like this huge amount of money this year, this year, um, that came to me and I'm like, wow, Lord, you were, you were like right on. And so he gave me that challenge again. And so I'm ready to go to the next level and we are really working hard. And I believe that anything you put your mind to, you can achieve. And so that's my journey. We're, we're on our journey. And, um, right now we do have five figure months. Like I try to, I'm going to be a little bit transparent, but I'm really a private person. We do have five figure months right now. Like, um, the month of December is always really good for our family in terms of financial financially, but we have consecutive five figure months because I have a media company, but I'm not looking for five figure months yet. Like I've achieved that goal. I feel like, okay, you know, you set one goal, you know, five figure months, like $10,000 or more, you know, a month. Okay, we have that. Now I'm ready to go to the next level. And I want six figure months. That's my next goal. I've, I figured out how to get 5,000 or um, five figure months. And my goal now is to how to get six figure months. And I, at first, I was like, man, getting to that six figure uh, level was going to be hard. Like, man, like this is going to be difficult. But I'm grateful now that we have a path. Like once I see the path, I'm like, it's over, y'all. It's over. <laughs> so that is my journey for our financial freedom. One thing I would tell you guys is to set a budget and track it, not just to manage your money, to be responsible for what you have, but to really like pray and ask the Lord, like, um, like I I I work I do full time entrepreneurship. Like I don't have a job, a job. I've been full time entrepreneurship since. Um, March 2019. So it's almost two years now. And my background's in finance and accounting, like I have, I worked in finance and accounting, um, like controller type of financing, accounting work, um, marketing type of stuff. Like did, I did a little bit of all of it, but my last position had like covered like a lot of stuff, but, uh, finance and accounting was a big part of that. Anyway, um, I find myself like, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, realizing that my, my seat, my boss is God, like he, he gives me my salary every month. Like, I don't know all the time when I'm going to get these contracts in. I work, I work for them. I position myself, but I honestly don't know when they're going to come in. It's truly a faith walk for the last two years. Um, when my, my media company gets me these contracts. And so, um, you know, I, <laughs> it's been a favor. So now I'm like, okay, God, I want to like, a God raise, like a salary raise, like I'll talk to him about it, but that's what you should do. Because sometimes we feel like our salary comes from our employer, but it really doesn't. The the employer being supplied by the one who is God. We just need to be in position, right, to be in God's perfect will. And I think some people jump out to entrepreneurship full time that shouldn't. I'm just going to put it out there. I was like, you should have stayed at your job for a little while longer because you have an issue managing your finances. And he didn't say it was time yet. He didn't say it was time yet. Maybe there's something that else needs to be worked out in you, right? Going to come into work on time, like just some basic stuff that you need to work out in you before you are launched out. And some people are forced out. Some people are forced out. Maybe they say I got laid off or I lost my job or I got fired. And now I am just trying to make ends meet. So that's what threw me into full-time entrepreneurship. He, I believe God will be faithful in those circumstances. 
he will either be faithful in you thriving as a full-time entrepreneur or he'll be faithful in finding you another position that he's calling you to. Um, but I do see people struggling because this is like the entrepreneur is like the buzzword of tw- of this <laughs> last couple of like, years, like maybe the decade is like to be a boss girl, you know, is, is it my boss woman, I'm a girl boss or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's like a buzzword. I mean, when I took my girl boss conference, y'all, that thing sold out so fast. I was like, dang, people just want to be a girl boss out here. They want to be a boss. But I think before you become a boss girl, it's important to be, um, it's important to be grounded in your own, like, ish, like, foundation, like, making sure your foundation is secure. That means, like, you know, budgeting, like discipline, um, rhythm and systems, budgeting, discipline, rhythm, systems, and you're, and that's all encompassed in, 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 in the foundation of all of that is faith, your faith in God, right? How, what is he telling you to do in all those areas? So I have so much I can talk to you guys about. Listen, the one thing y'all ain't going to be, um, y'all gonna be sh- <laughs> you don't have to worry about is I have the gift of gab the gift like I will talk all day long but I'm going to end the podcast here because I, I I have another topic I want to talk to you about later uh for for episode two but just come along every week we're just gonna have a quick chat 30 minute chat I'm trying to keep these around 30 minutes maybe 40 but we're just gonna have a quick chat and we're gonna talk about all things inspiration empowerment tackling your goals to talk your goals to grow in your faith and to achieve financial freedom Let's do this together, y'all. You can follow me at Doing Life with Bridget on Instagram, on Facebook, and Facebook, and at DoingLifeWithBridget.com. I'm also on Twitter, but I usually have, like, TV Twitter parties on there, so, yeah, you might not want to uh, come up, <laughs> come over there, but I'll probably change my name over there to Doing Life with Bridget if it's available on Twitter. Right now, it's at Miss Bridget M, but I will be changing it, so just to let you guys know. All right, y'all. I will talk to you guys later. Have a good one.